Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and I want to say hello. It has been almost two weeks since I have done a podcast because I had surgery. And you guys know that I am extremely authentic and sometimes have no boundaries. But the reason is because we as women um, face a lot of challenges, and health happens to be one of them. And being a woman, um, it, it can be hard. So I had a hysterectomy and I have been blessed to have support from across the globe, including support groups on Facebook and friends and other business owners who have reached out to me. And I just want to say thank you. And I can't sit on the couch anymore. So we're back. And I have with me today an amazing entrepreneur that happens to be a mom and a wife. And luckily, I got to talk to her a little bit before the show. And so we are both extremely tired and overwhelmed, but excited to be here because that's how we roll. So I want to introduce everybody to Miss Rachel Steele. Hey, Rachel. Hey, how are you guys doing out there? It's great to be here. I'm excited. It's <laughs> awesome to have you. And um, tell everybody where you're from, where you're at now. I am in Denver, Colorado. I'm actually outside of Denver. I live in the suburb of Denver, Colorado. So I'm in Arvada, Colorado. That's awesome. Yeah. I know it's got to be pretty. It is. It's very nice. Close to the mountains. <laughs> Not one too close, day, but close. <laughs> one day I'm going to make it to the mountains. You should. It's very beautiful. All right. So let's talk about what it is, the name of your business, what it is, and who you serve. All right, thank you. Yes, my business is called Sassy Mom Fitness. And um, who I serve, I serve moms who are 35 to 55 who want to thrive and survive during those lifestyle changes that happens to us during and, be, during and at midlife because you know having kids and then going through midlife, your body changes, lifestyle changes become difficult and hard. I serve online. My business is online. I'm creating courses that will be available through Teachable that I'm working on right now that will be available in 2019. I'm super excited. There'll be, because I know it's not one size fits all and everyone individually is uniquely different in their own special ways and how they want to, you know, address their issues. It's all about how they approach their health and fitness and how they will be able to see that and overcome any obstacles, challenges, or struggles they face. That is awesome because I am in that bracket. And, you know, it's one of those things that we take health for granted. You know, we talk about, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. New Year's resolution. I have uh, donated to multiple gyms um, many times. Um, I do it annually um, because I start off and I go and then I don't. Um, currently it's Beachbody and I like to say that I like it to be accessible from home, but then you also need that accountability. So it's really good that you're doing this because our health is really in jeopardy. Um, I can say that across the board universally because between what we're eating, how we sleep, our daily life and schedule, and, and the fact that many of us don't work out it's really hard, um, but it's necessary. Yes, I feel like I went through my own struggles and my own obstacles through the diet world. I had an eating disorder when I was younger 
that eating disorder trickled into my diet world that I lived for, I mean, probably for a long time. Until I got about like 36, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I felt like my body was just going like a roller coaster up and then down and up and then down and and always worrying. I mean, I literally did all the diets. I went from counting calories to um, bad shake diets to diet books to, I mean, the little the little um, fat burners. The, the, I did it all. <laughs> I can I can probably sit here. And I I don't remember all the diets I did, but I know I'd done them all. And I realized it really didn't do anything for me, but give me false and lack of my my own self and really made me depressed and sad and I lost the weight. I was happy, but then I never stuck with it. So it really has to be a lifestyle change by taking small steps to smart lasting results. Cause every year everybody makes the same the new year's resolutions to weight loss. Instead of, yep. instead of focusing on that part, how about focusing on, okay, I want to make lifestyle changes. How am I going to be able to do this with my own life? Cause everyone's lifestyle are different and like I said it's not one size fits all it has to fit in your lifestyle in your budget it has to be sustainable maintainable and be able to really focus on the things that are really important to you and it's really about being healthy and fit the way you see healthy and fit because it's everyone's is different everyone is different we're all not the same right that's right the definition is different and a lot of times we get so involved with temporary fixes and we try this and we try that. And, and I hate to say, I tell everybody when I was a therapist, I used to say therapists are just like shoes. You got to try different ones to see how they fit. And diets to me have never been an option because food is my coping skill. <laughs> and it's not that I eat a lot, but it's a creative thing. I love to create different meals, different flavors, different things. And so it's a kind of like an art form for me. Mm -hmm. um, so diets were never a thing, but also what what often is missing in diets is the fact that most of our illnesses come from lack of substance vitamins minerals mm -hmm. things and so when you're doing those things you're actually creating a worse problem in a lot of cases because the age ranges that you talked about you know we're going through fibroids hysterectomies thyroid 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 you know <laughs> It, it's it's so and and I was looking I have fibromyalgia I was looking today at something and it was B12 vitamin D you know I've been vitamin D deficient where I couldn't get out of bed before mm -hmm. and these are things that people and women and men don't know you know is that it's not that simple to just pick a diet and say hey I'm gonna do this and when you tap into a coach like yourself you're actually helping people understand why they're doing what they're doing why it's important and how to sustain it. You know, because longevity is the key. It's not just let's do this today. Let's do it till next week. Let's do it next month. And then that's it. Like you're talking about implementing a lifestyle change. And I don't know a woman, I'm 37. I don't know a woman that's our age that can't benefit from that. Yeah, I just feel like when I was on this diet roller coaster, I'm like, it has to be something way different. And not only that, but exercise too is another part because not all of us like the same stuff. Mm -mm. I, I'm not, I have never found anyone that likes the same thing like yoga or like, you know, hit training or I almost killed myself at Zumba like two weeks ago with the military spouses. And I was, I was sitting there and she's like, you didn't leave. I said, that was an option. <laughs> oh, I could have ran out the door. <laughs> I felt good, but I really was, it was a lot for the first time, you know, mm -hmm. and to somebody that hasn't worked out in a long time and then 
you know, I was doing my little insanity at home, but you know, I was sitting down more than I was whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and so you're right because it's not one size fits all. And mm -hmm. nowadays there's so many things that we have, we have options that a lot of people don't know we have. So can you tell the listeners like what types of options are out there and what types of things that maybe you start with like progressively? Well, how I do it with my recordings, like I'm also recording exercises, is I really break down the foundation of the movement. It's all about movements of, it's all about movements of motion. It's all about moving your body. You know, like a squat is like going and sitting on a chair, you know, um, it's just really about uh, how it's important to really understand the foundation of the movement. And it's all about progression. It's all about progressing into that next fitness level. Because not all of us are at the same fitness level. I'm sorry, we're not. And I don't really like to call it beginner, intermediate, or advanced. I prefer fitness level one, two, and three because we're all different. And mm -hmm. what I do is I, I have the same exercises, but I just break them down for your level one, two, and three. And that's how I've been doing it. Cause I feel like everyone's doesn't like the same thing. You may not like what I have. That's what I'm saying. It's always, you have to find something that feeds your soul, your heart and your soul that will give you that motivation to get up and say, I'm going to go work out today. Cause I really like this class or you might like the instructor or yep. whatever it is. You have to find what really feeds your heart and soul. Yep. And that is something that's so important. So my workouts, you can take to the gym with you because I'm going to, I'm giving you, I'm showing you how to do it. So you can either do it at home or your office or at the gym and you can take it and feel confident within yourself and feel like, I got this. I'm going to go to the gym because I got this. Because Rachel helped me understand the foundation of the movements and understand what I'm doing in the gym. So that's where I'm at with it. And not only that, you may not like what I have to offer, but it's a start. Yep. It's a start to a new change, a new you. And just, I like, I really love what I'm doing and I'm serving you the best way I can to help you be the best vision of your own self and help you take it also helps take control of surviving and thriving through those lifestyle changes that you're about to make that's i mean it's all and it's all about really going into the gym or even in your home gym because my home gym's back here and my office you can't see it but i have it available to me all the time if i can't make it to the gym i have something right here I'm so just, I'm loving the yoga ball y'all i'm looking at the oh. yoga ball i'm kind of <laughs> jealous right now and i'm like you know i could i could handle that you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we, we take for granted, you talk about movement, you know, even, you know, I was in, I was bed bound for almost four years and the, just if I would have stretched, you know, a lot of times we think that we may break. It's hard when you have fibro or muscle disorders or anything, because you feel like you can't move. And if you can just do a little bit, even if it's just stretching or yoga or Pilates, you know, no matter what body type you have, no matter what condition you are, if you're doing occupational therapy or physical therapy, that's where it starts. And so, you know, even looking at your home gym, it's not invasive. It's not, it's not, you know, anything that's intimidating. Mm -hmm. It's things that are doable, like you say, in your home office or in your office office or going to the gym. Um, I think that's really important for people to understand. You also talk about emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Um, why do you feel that in the, I'm, I always go back to the age group because it's so important that you pick this age group. Yes. Why do you think that that is so important for this age of people that you serve? 
because I feel like we lose our identity about who we are because I feel like we're so, I feel that we are so focused on giving others, like helping, giving our kids this, our husbands this, or if you're married, your spouse, your kids, you're always giving and giving and you're depleting yourself. Amen. And, that, and in that process, you're tired all the time. Mm-hmm. You have no energy for yourself. Mm-hmm. You forget about yourself. You forget about your needs. You forget about what's important to you, what's going to feed you, what's going to give you that light you need again. I feel like we just give, 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 and we really forget to be like, oh, wait a minute, our bo- my body needs this, or I'm feeling this today. Like really in tuning with your body, because your body can talk to you, but it can't really say words to you, but it can cause different issues oh, yeah. that you can have that say, hey, I, you're not... You're not nourishing this part of me. Can you help me here? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it can't talk to you, but it talks to you in. It talks loud and clear. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Listen, it may not be verbal, but yeah. it, it speaks. It, yeah. it definitely speaks. And and too often we ignore it. You know, we do. And, and you talk about fatigue. You know, I really used to get annoyed because I had a doctor tell me that my fibromyalgia would go away if I slept, and I had a newborn, and I said, "How unrealistic is that?" Yeah. As I got uh, older and and started changing my lifestyle a little bit, I start like now I go to bed at nine o'clock and it's that small change that I feel rested. I can wake up at five o'clock in the morning and feel refreshed. Whereas in, if you would have said nine o'clock and five o'clock to me before, I'd have looked at you like you lost your mind. Yeah. But little things, Mm -hmm. you know, even a 20 minute workout or 10 minute stretch or, you know, nap or, you know, shake. You know, it's better than not. Yeah, it's about taking those small steps to smart change, like we I just mentioned earlier. It's really about taking those small steps to smart change habits. When you start changing one habit, your body will start adapting to that. Like, like you brush your teeth regularly, right? And you comb your hair, and you go get your, you go to your appointments. Well, you have to really put an appointment. You really have to honor your calendar and honor yourself and show up for yourself by putting your workout or, you know, whatever you're, if you are not a meal prepping person, I'm not either. You have to find what works for you. And if you figure prepping your meals works best for you to keep you on that healthy lifestyle, then do it. Discipline. Yes. All about discipline. And I really feel like, you know, for myself, I don't diet. What I do is I ask myself, is this going to nourish my body? Is this going to give me, provide my body with energy? Don't put that in my head, Rachel, because I'm going to hear it now. Oh man. But I'm not saying that I don't have yummy food, but I, I have to, you know, I still eat deliciously because I find I'm ruined short to not eat, but I eat enough for my body to be like, I'm good. Thank you. I'm done. And I push it away. You're, but I still enjoy it. You eat for sustainment, Rachel? I mean, goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the thing is, I can't, there's certain things that I can't eat anymore because um, it causes a lot of inflammation in my GI tract, not my stomach. Yep. So I had to learn the hard way because I was like, oh, my God, it's so sad. I can't have chocolate anymore because I thought dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark chocolate has antioxidants. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, I have a couple pieces of chocolate, like, you know, dark chocolate at night. Yes, at night. And then I was realizing, I was like, why do I feel so like my bloated and just not feeling that great? I'm being honest right here. I love <laughs> it. Not feeling so great. <laughs> and I was like, what did I just eat? And I'm like, 
darn it, the chocolate. So I said, I did a seven day experiment where I kept track of not calorie counting, just what I was eating. What was yeah. like a food journal? Yeah, like mm -hmm. it was upsetting my GI tract. So that's what I did for seven days. And it was a dark, I can't have dark chocolate. I can't have eggs. I can't have uh, macadamia nuts. I can't have, what else is there? Gluten. So those are the four things I can't have in my diet anymore. And I'm like, that's such a bummer for me because I'm like, what do I do now that I can't have dark chocolate? So yeah. what I've been doing is I'm making this banana, like pumpkin bread with flaxseed and yummy stuff in it. And um, it's made with almond meal. And that is my go-to when I want something sweet because I put honey in there because I can't have artificial sugars either. Me neither. So I eat that and I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. Or I make my own like fruit with a bunch of like granola in there and, you know, flaxseed, all yummy stuff. I wish I could put dark chocolate on there because that's what I really want. But I go to the what was sweet for me that would help me like strawberries, mm -hmm. that sweetness of the dark chocolate, I have to figure out what's going to substitute it for my, for, you know, for me to be able to be satisfied and not like go for that dark chocolate and feel like crap later. So it's been an adjustment for myself. Cause like I can't use eggs. So I use flex, uh, flex, is it flex seed or flex meal for yeah. Flex seed. Um, yeah. yeah. I got diagnosed in 2015, gluten, dairy, and casein intolerant and I tried it for a year and then I got agitated because it, it it is something you have to do intentionally and it felt like a punishment so that was why I, I I had to quit but now I'm back on it especially after having surgery now because I, I really want to heal properly and you said something that's so important the inflammation you know when I first got diagnosed with fiber everybody said change your diet and I'm like get out my face like it's not, <laughs> it's not that simple but it really is, you know, even me drinking coffee in the morning, coffee hurts my stomach and I still do it. And, and I, I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, everything that you checked, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. And our stomachs are so, they run our lives and, you know, I know what messes it up and I just expect it. And that's not okay. It's not acceptable. But what I want people to understand is that when you have a coach, I'm really pushing coaching because we have to have accountability partners yes and that's what a coach does because it's so easy to just like like you said you simply substitute things and it's hard to come up with those ideas on your own because you know that something's gonna hurt but you're like okay what can I do instead and yeah you can always YouTube it but it's different because you need somebody to be able to talk to that mm -hmm. understands that validates you know your concerns what I want to go back to though that you said as I always suspect, and I plant seeds, I, I guess you can call me the gardener, but I always know with every woman on my podcast, every woman has a story. You mentioned something that I have really been looking at um, indirectly, but want to shine more light on, eating disorders. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you had an eating disorder. Can you please shed a little bit of light? Because every one of our businesses came from something and Eating disorders is something that's important to me because I have a teenage daughter that had an eating disorder. And it's very hard to get services for that. It's very hard to understand if you've never had an addiction or an illness. And just last night it was on 60 Minutes or something and they were talking about substitution. Can you please just shed some light on all the things that I just mentioned and, and tell people 
how it is associated with what you're doing now and how it's how you've changed your life through educate educating yourself on your needs yes i well my story started when i was 16 so i was a young mom too i had a son <laughs> when i was younger um and my eating disorder started after that i would look at myself in the mirror calling myself fat and i didn't see fat but i saw fat I was always comparing myself to magazines, to what I saw on TV. I want to look like that. I want to look like that. Why can't I look like that? How do I get to look? How can I look like that? Um, I saw visuals, so I wanted to look like something that was probably not possible because they were either airbrushed or they're taller. I'm shorter. It's just... It was always comparing myself, and I, I always done that. And I'm like, why... Through my teenage years, I just struggled with comparing myself and being a young mother, a teen mom, actually, as well. And I was always struggling with myself in order to make myself happy. I just was on this thing of not eating. I believe everything I was going to eat, I'm going to look fat. I'm going to look like that, so I won't eat. So my, my eating disorder was anorexia. So I was afraid of food, did not have any education why like I thought an apple would make me fat like if I ate the apple I get fat I didn't work out at that moment because I didn't know what you working out was <laughs> I just figured you know I didn't have a really a, I didn't really have a good relationship with, with food so I would drink a lot of water to keep me full so I, that was one thing I got really down to about like 89 pounds and I remember the day that my son I think he was three or four came up to me he's like mommy I could see your ribs Oh, wow. And I was like, and I looked at him. I haven't told anybody this story, but one friend. So I'm telling the whole world. <laughs> so this has been really healing. Isn't it powerful? Yes. So I looked at him and I said, yeah, I know you can see my ribs. And he's like, are you sick? And I looked at him and I, I wanted to cry, but I don't want him to see that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know. I'm not sick. And he goes, well, you look like you're sick. And when it comes from a three or four year old mm -hmm. telling you this, yep. you're like, whoa. Reality check. Yeah. And so I got help. But awesome. I still, but not mentally help. But I didn't get, it was still in my head yeah. that I, even though I had a somewhat better education and somewhat better relationship with food, I still had that fear of getting fat. Yeah. It still was in my head. It never went away. People don't understand that it is a disorder. And that's, that's, I'm glad that you're saying that because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So that's when the diet disorder happened. Mm -hmm. I call it a diet disorder because it is a diet disorder. It's an addiction. It's it an is. Addiction. So I, yeah. Yeah, so I went from that to, do you guys remember those, is it called hydrocky cuts or fat uh, yep. boomers? Yep. I started doing those. Mm -hmm. After I would eat, I would take them. Mm -hmm. And then it went from that to like diet books, to diet books, to fat shake diets, to it was just counting calories and overworking out. I even over-exercise. You can do yep. that, you know. Yep. Over-exercise yourself. Mm -hmm. It is there. It, that is also another disease. <laughs> yes, Actually, a lot of addictions lead to working out disorders. Like yes. people don't understand that that is, it's either like sex, working out, eating, and people don't understand what substitution is. And that's why you're shedding light. And you're like, yes. you're like totally like hitting on my therapist hat right now. Yeah. I used to work out for like two to three hours mm -hmm. after I would eat to burn calories. Mm -hmm. 
I still had that mindset of I'm still fat, but I still would eat though. But I would sit there looking at myself in the mirror and criticizing, oh, I need to tone this up or, oh, this is, oh, you know, it was skin. It wasn't fat. I was like pinching skin thinking it was fat and it wasn't fat. It was, it was a mental disease. Like I had a mental disease in my brain. Like I, the mindset was something that you have to change your mindset before you start anything anything period because you'll just go from one disorder to the next yes and exactly what I did I went I had eating I was eating but I went on a diet disorder and then after that I was exercising disorder it was like it was a non-stop thing it was like an addiction for me like oh my god I gotta work out I just ate this I gotta go to the gym now for like three hours <laughs> you know yep. and it is you can over exercise and you can get sick from it my body got so sick that I was like like sick like it wasn't a cold it was just my body just gave up on me mm-hmm. you, you know working it yeah. So what changed for me was I became, I decided when I have to, had my second son, um, when I got married and had my second son, um, I was like staying at home. I decided to stay at home and be a stay at home mom, which was so great. It was awesome. But then I was like, Oh, you know, I really, really want to kind of work part time because <laughs> uh-huh. I was home for a while and I was like, yeah. I think I want to do something part-time yeah. and so I thought oh you know what I'll become a fitness instructor and teach fitness classes and so I did I, I took the AFA certification became a certified instructor but it was so hard to get into a gym because then you need a format so then I got a format and then I became I became this it's called Tabata trainer and they have a program online and I was thinking for your clients and stuff and I was like oh why can't I do why can't I teach fitness online and do videos and, and health coaching and love it. See how this stuff comes about. Yeah. So 2013, so 2013 was when the idea in my head popped up. Uh huh. And I was thinking, well, you know what, but I have to get better first. Self self doubt, self doubt, self doubt, self doubt, self doubt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I had to get better first for myself. Like how can I help serve people that will be able to serve them the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I need to heal myself first. Awesome. And so that's what I did. I started really getting into the health coaching and really reading books and really, you know, ser- serving myself so I can serve others. So I could show up for myself so I can be able to show up and give them my experience to others and how I can help them, you know, take those small steps to that smart change. Cause that's what it is. It's all about taking small steps to smart, lasting change. And I know at 35 to 55, that's where the change needs to happen. Yep. Because I feel like after having kids, yep. just, you forget. Maturity. Maturity yeah. level so different. I hit 35 and I had a midlife, midlife crisis. I was like, <laughs> all right, okay. I did this. I had three kids. Now what? Like, okay, I should be somewhere else by now. Yeah. And it, it happens in this age range. It, it just yeah. does. Well, when I, how I, how I decided to serve this age range was actually, I prayed on it. I know it sounds crazy. The best answer ever. So I sat there and prayed and I asked God, the higher power, the, the spiritual guides to guide me to serve the people that I really should be serving. And then, and how, and who I was and how can I serve? And, you know, and that's when it like dawned on me, like, I don't know, it was this weird feeling like, like this, just this little voice said 35 to 55, <laughs> you know? So I, I was like, it. I love okay. it. <laughs> I love it. So, and, and I asked, how can I serve them? And that's how it came about, about serving them online and, 
and help them, you know, thrive and survive through lifestyle changes. Cause I had to survive and thrive through my own changes. Mm -hmm. So it's all about your experience in your life and how you can do it and, and how you can serve. You totally just hit on what I want the world to understand is that the best experience is experience. You know, everybody feels that they are not qualified to do something. Every feel, everybody feels like they're missing something that they need to do this or that. And you talk about how long ago the vision came to you. Everything that I'm doing in my, in my business came to me over 10 years ago. I've always wanted to do things, but I had self-doubt. And I also had people around me that constantly, you know, yes. put, me down, put me down, put me down, put me down. And when you let go and you surround yourself around the right people and you get the right support and you get like-minded people, oh my gosh, opportunities are endless. Yes. And I really, it's funny because you say you don't tell the story. So many people have stories. And the name of this is Your Voice, Your Power because our voice is our power. Our stories are not meant to be hidden. They're not meant for pain, for life. They're meant for strength. And we overcome things because it gives us the experience that we need for the platform that we're to build. And so it's all in saving others and serving others, as you say, and nothing is, is for granted. It's, it's just not. And as long as we stay isolated and keep it to ourselves, we're not helping anybody, including ourselves and our families. So. Yeah. Like, like being here was an opportunity. I, I think I met you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I have met some ama amazing people on social media. Like seriously, like, I like the connections that I'm making. Cause I, th I thought, Oh my God, I want to get off Facebook. And I was like, this is, this is ridiculous, <laughs> you know, but I've been making some really true connect, truly con good, great and amazing connections through social media. And I am so thankful for that. I feel like God has put people in my life because I am trusting myself and believing in myself that I know that God is guiding me and leading me to wherever it is I'm going and I'm trusting him to whatever he wants to put in front of me. I don't ask questions. I'm like, I'll look at it and see what's going on. <laughs> you Surrender know? is the best liberation. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where I am and where I'm going. Like I have a conference now and it's like, I don't even know how this stuff is happening. And people are like, Anika, what are you doing? And I'm like, everything. Like I just, I, it's not even me anymore. I'm literally waking up and just walking my vision and just living my life and being in the hands and feet of Jesus. And that is the most liberated feeling. And you talk about being stay at home mom. It's so interesting because I want stay at home moms to understand that you're not just home. Like you can do whatever you want to do. You know, I'm behind three screens all day, but I feel connected to the world. You know, I have my business consultant who is in Australia. I have friends in South Africa. Now I have friends in Canada you know, and, and they're telling me, I'm not coming to conference. I'm like, y'all don't know. I'm sending a plane ticket. Like, no, we're, we're far away, but we're, we're right here. And people can see bad in things, but it's there for us to use it for our good. Mm -hmm. And we got to learn that we got to stop putting things in place to dampen our spirit. And we have to soar. Yeah. Like, like today, I'll be honest. I didn't feel well today. But now that I'm sitting here, I feel amazing because I'm doing what I love. And there, my body is like, you're not sick today. You're, you know, it's, it's what, I, when I'm talking about this, I feel it in my heart and soul. It's just, it's just me and, and all the energy is just flowing through me. And I just, 
I feel good to right now. I feel amazing, you know, and I don't feel sick like I was earlier. It's just when you do something you truly love and it's in your heart and soul, it will just shine that light on others and, and it will just shine the light on you to be showing up for yourself and showing up for others in a way that you would possibly not even think of, you know, how, how can you do that? Oh my God. Like it just shows up and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's extremely effortless because you know, I almost every podcast before I get sick, it's, it's really weird because it's like, I'm dragging to the screen and I'm like, okay, here we go. And the minute I connect with women and the minute they start speaking and the minute we start talking, I mean, my first uh, 30 podcasts or so, or I don't know how many I have now, were panels. And so it was six women and three women and, and, and from all over and just even seeing the interaction, it's power. And it just, it became infectious. And so I was like, I don't even know how it came about, but it just has lifted and reached and it's amazing. And I just, I want everybody to feel that joy and that freedom because I finally feel free. Exactly. Like there's a, there's a quote that I came up with. Don't know where it came from, but it just came up one day and it said, purpose is energy. Energy is purpose. <laughs> that just showed up one day and I was like, Oh, I got to write that down. It's so true. I had, I wrote that down and that's, it's so that's true. I, yeah. That's what I live by. I'm like, Oh, that's an amazing quote. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. Well, you touched on a lot of things that I would love to have you as a speaker at one of my conferences. I would love to be one of your speakers. You tapped on so many things that so many people need to hear from being a teen mom to having an eating disorder, to starting a business, to being a wife, to being a mother, to just, you know, living life and, and using what you have. I mean, you've gone from seasons and chapters and you put it together and you have a story. And um, so I'm so glad that I now have a friend in Denver. Yes. And I want you to tell the listeners what it is that you want them to know about Rachel Still and your business. Rachel Still is a, it's, I don't like to call myself a fitness or health coach. I prefer to call myself a mind and body coach. And my business is really to help serve moms who are 35 to 55 who want to gracefully, you know, survive and thrive into those lifestyle changes by health, by me. Well, so I can help you guys be able to make those smart, lasting changes that you want and you desire to have. That awesome. is my business. My business is really for moms on the go who really want to make lifestyle changes, but are just stuck, like, not sure, not, not really sure how to make those changes and have those lasting changes so they can be able to thrive and survive in their own lives and live a fabulous and delicious lifestyle without the diets. <laughs> That's, I know. And yeah. now I will forever remember, is this going to give me nutrients? What did you say? So I asked myself before I eat, I'm like, is this going to provide my body with the nutrients and energy that I need to get through my day? I'm ruined and I'm going to take it with me. Okay. <laughs> so I will always, I always get something out of this. And, and so I, I've gotten a lot, but that now nothing's going to look the same. Thanks. <laughs> I needed it. You're but welcome. no, um, seriously, um, tell everybody your website. It's uh, www.sassymomfitness.com. We will be, uh, you could get on the email list because with what we're going to be doing is sending an email blast of when the 
courses are going to be available right at your fingertips. Everything's going to be at your fingertips. I will have one-on-one -on -one chat with me because I believe about connection. It's so important about connecting with your coach and there's, you know, helping them, helping you guide you through your obstacles, challenges, or struggles that you have. So, and also there will also be fitness class, fitness exercises that you can do as well. If you don't like what I'm doing, you can find something that feeds your heart and soul. That's all I got to say there. Love it. Thank you so much for being here, Rachel. I really, thank really you. enjoyed it. I'm super, thank you so much for your time and thank you for allowing me to be here today. I, I, I'm glad I was, I'm able to be here. I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you. <laughs> Truly a pleasure. Hey listeners, thank you guys for being here and we are tuning out with Sassy Mom Fitness. I want you guys to have a powerful day and take care. Thank you.